1: Life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective.
0: 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our sights to the north. Another update today on the effects of coronavirus in the nation of Indonesia. David Thomas works with Pioneers Australia in Indonesia. He's leading better learning, brighter lives aiming to transform communities in Indonesia through the transformation of local school teachers. David and his wife, Enti, are working in Malang and is joining us from Indonesia. Hi, David. Welcome along to 2020.
1: Hi, Neil. Good to talk to you again.
0: David, the headlines, the newspaper updates, the numbers as they're coming out officially, things are getting worse, aren't they, in Indonesia?
1: Yes, uh the death toll is up to around 3,700 deaths so far, uh, which is about 100 deaths a day. And, of course, that's what's recorded. Um, Some statistics say that some of those deaths are are not strictly COVID. And, of course, there are plenty of deaths that um, haven't been recorded for COVID. So somewhere around 14,000 deaths is, is the experience here.
0: How is the Indonesian government responding? Has there been like a national lockdown to try and contain coronavirus? Or how are they managing the way that they're uh, looking to quarantine and isolate people?
1: Yeah, it's kind of a a rolling adventure of of what happens. Um, At one stage, we weren't able to get out of our city to go to any other place. Uh, That has since been opened up again. Uh, Jakarta had a shutdown, and then they opened up for economic reasons, and now they've had a, a lockdown again. Uh, so it seems to to flux. The social distancing in, in the malls, you know, everyone's wearing masks and um, hand sanitizer. There's washing stations if you go to any office. Uh, they've put great big X's on every second seat in waiting rooms, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's kind of getting back to some kind of a, a new normal.
0: Are there more severe restrictions that have been happening in the big cities like Jakarta or in your area, you're in a smaller area in Malang. What's the difference between where you are and what's happening in the big cities?
1: Uh, Well, we're probably similar to the big cities because we're in East Java and most of the cases have been in Jakarta, which is in the northwest of Java, and the province of East Java, which includes Malang and also Surabaya. Um, Outside of those areas, um, I think the the lockdown has been a lot less severe because the number of cases has also been a lot less as well.
0: Dave, let's talk economic hardship and how people in Indonesia, I'm talking about ordinary people who might be in your community, how are they dealing with uh, the extra economic pressures because I don't think you have the same uh, welfare that we're experiencing here in Australia. How are people Dealing with the economic hardship.
1: Yeah, well, I actually looked up a few a few figures, and it's quite interesting that um, the hardship has definitely hit the cities more than the rural areas. Um, as you'd expect, uh, telecommunications and health services have continued to grow, but uh, so has ag- agriculture. So the farmers are still getting on with with um, their harvest which is a really good thing, but manufacturing and hospitality and tourism, uh, education as well have all been hit really hard. So out in the rural areas, perhaps it's not too different to normal, but in the urban areas uh, the poverty is certainly being felt and they expect that poverty will grow from the average that we've had over the last few years of about 9% will grow to about 12%. So 12% of the population is about 33 million people will be considered in poverty, which is yeah, quite an, an enormous challenge.
0: 33 million people will be considered to be in poverty. You're working primarily in the education sector because you work with school teachers. Uh, give us some insight here, Dave, into the sort of work you're doing with school teachers there in Malang.
1: We're, we're based in Malang, but we'll go or we'll have gone uh, wherever we've been uh, invited. Uh, but of course, now we haven't travelled outside of Malang for, for many, many months. Uh, so everything we're doing at the moment is online. And we we approach teaching very much from a relational basis. And the aim is that teachers can transform their students in their attitudes, in their heart. And in time, that will lead to a transformation within communities. So negatives that can happen, such as, um, reliance on certain, you know, say reliance on a single industry, for example, or reliance on poverty—even um, those circuits can be broken um, through transformed ways of um, of learning, of solving problems, of optimism, positivity, that kind of thing.
0: And as an Aussie working in Indonesia, do you find that there's a a warm welcome for the sorts of expertise that you bring to the way you're approaching the training of teachers?
1: Yes, certainly Indonesians are very um, hospitable by nature and certainly keen to hear other opinions. The challenge is to get them to, uh, in terms of teachers, to get them to change their ways. Habits are well-worn in classrooms and so getting teachers to change the way they do things is more than just telling them a better method or a better strategy. Uh, but having said that, this COVID-enforced online learning has been a circuit breaker and so teachers are learning that they are capable of changing their classroom habits. So that, that's a bit of a positive for us.
0: And that's an ongoing attention to that detail that you're bringing there. And with the COVID crisis, uh, just to to talk about the sort of work that you've been involved with on the side, uh, rather than your regular day-to-day activities, uh, you've been supporting families who've been really struggling under the COVID economic crisis.
1: Yes, we we have uh, a few local partners in, in several different cities, actually who are all together, we're helping about uh, 150 families so um, just making sure that they can have food on the table and have someone to talk to, someone to pray with and in the future hoping to help them with finding new employment but possibly in new sectors.
0: And this is very much a part of where you've been able to make a real difference, uh, working with businesses uh, who don't have websites and and supporting those uh, who are uh, really doing it tough and looking for new ways to, to change the way they do things.
1: Uh, that's gone quite well in our limited capacity. The businesses we've helped are now receiving orders online and delivering their products online. And, yeah, we're very pleased with how they've been able to adapt.
0: David, I wonder whether you've got any insights into what has happened with Christian churches throughout Indonesia with COVID lockdowns and the challenges that are coming economically. Uh, any insights there that we might be able to share with an Australian audience?
1: Yes, they've, they've certainly gone online. Um, our local church has transformed its its altar into a basically a, a video production area. Uh, they've even got a green screen. And that has allowed um, certainly people who would never step inside a church to, to view such um, services online. Uh, so it's certainly a, it's a game changer in terms of who can access a church, absolutely. Uh, in terms of church funding. uh, Some churches are struggling because people are not attending and therefore perhaps not giving as much. Uh, But generally people I talk to would say it's been a good thing.
0: And you're connected with Pioneers Australia. Is there there a a large work of Pioneers Australia in Indonesia?
1: Pioneers is international and so we do belong to a team of pioneers people here. Uh, we're the only Australian couple in that team of about five families. Um, all of them except for one family has returned. All of them have gone back to their own countries at the moment. Um, and we're all doing different things. So it, it's a, a fairly loose collection of, of people who are all doing different things for the same purposes. And so we, we really support each other in, in how to come up with different strategies or, um, yeah, help each other out for sure. Uh,
0: David, you and your wife, Enti, are you raising a family there in Malang in Indonesia?
1: Uh, our son has just graduated from high school, so he's headed to Melbourne. Uh, we'll be flying. We had three cancellations and now finally we've got a, a flight Uh, We'll have to quarantine in Sydney and then head to Melbourne and we'll start TAFE. So looking forward to that.
0: Come back to the COVID situation in Indonesia and in the community that you're in. Is there a certain sense of optimism or is anxiety rising? How do you assess the mood of the people in your community? Are they... Are they positive about the possibility of a a vaccination or are they really negative about what might be coming in the year ahead?
1: Yeah, there's talk of a vaccination for Indonesia with some partnership with China, um, while there's also caution uh, that perhaps we should wait until some of these vaccinations have been tested properly. Uh, A lot of parents don't want their, cho- their children to go back to school until uh, there is a vaccination. Um, so it's it's kind of a wait-and-see situation. But we're hoping with our teacher training, with Better Learning Brighter Lives, that we'll be back in the schools uh, in early 2021 because mentoring to teachers who are teaching online is really just a, a minimum standard situation and not where they can transform their students hearts effectively uh, so we're hoping to get back into the schools and do a lot of seminars bit of catch-up work in a sense next year
0: well david and to your wife enti Two, honor to you for doing good work in indonesia and uh, the Uh, the operation that you're running better, learning brighter lives, aiming to transform communities in Indonesia through the transformation of local school teachers, an amazing work, and under the banner of Pioneers Australia, no doubt it's always good to have an extra friend or two and there may be listeners wanting to connect with you, either for friendship or you might want a prayer partner or some uh, support along the way. How do people get in touch with you?
1: Yes, absolutely. All all three of those categories are much appreciated. Um, either through pioneers, or if you want to find out more about what we're doing, uh, betterlearningbrighterlives.wordpress.com So better learning, brighter lives is as one word, and you'll see there some of the some of the workshops that we've conducted, and some people may even be keen to support or sponsor uh, future workshops in 2021. That would be great.
0: Okay, well, I'll point people to uh, that website, Better Learning Brighter Lives. You said I know there's also a link through the Pioneers Australia website. So, pioneers.org.au. Look for the link to projects and Better Learning Brighter Lives. David and NT Thomas. Uh, David, thanks so much for your update today on 2020.
1: Okay, thanks a lot, Neil. See you later.